morning. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JKLM Radio. Thank you for joining me today on this Friday, May the 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2020. It's your godson, your grandson, your big brother, your little brother, uh, your friend from high school, your friendly neighborhood pastor, your community activist, your old summer fling. It's Kendall Wyatt on JQLM Radio. Thank you for joining me today for That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt on JKLM Radio. And I got to be honest with you, uh, just a few minutes ago, a little while ago, uh, Joe Biden was on um, MSNBC on Morning Joe and had uh, some comments to make, statements that he made um, about the accusations uh, against him by Tara Reid. And um, we will uh, deal with some of that in the show today um, because I think it's so important um, that we uh, kind of deal with some of this. Um, as he said today, uh, every accusation by a woman should be taken uh, seriously. He said today that every woman should be presumed to be telling the truth until the facts are discovered. And if the facts are uncovered and they show inconsistencies and discrepancies in that story, um, that uh, that everything should be investigated thoroughly. I can appreciate the comments of uh, Vice President uh, Joe Biden this morning on Morning Joe because um, he did not backtrack on his words about Brett Kavanaugh, which I appreciate it um, because his words about Brett Ka- about Brett Kavanaugh was that. Uh, that Brett Kavanaugh, um, obviously, and, and I'll try, I, I want people, I want to make sure we understand this. The accusations made against Brett Kavanaugh are not the same as the accusations made by Tara Reid against Joe Biden. And I know people are going to come on, you know, people are going to listen to that and they're going to say, Kendall, you're just defending him and, you know, take your bar, you take your partisan glasses off and, and, and just, you know, it's fair. And I know of Pastor Katri, who normally uh, is with me on Wednesdays. I know if he was here, he would say, no, nah, man, be fair, be fair. And I'm being fair. Joe Biden said today that he said today that all women that make these types of accusations should be that their accusations should be considered truthful until they are investigated. If at such a time they are investigated and it is found that their that facts don't line up with other facts and that there's inconsistencies in their story, uh, Joe Biden said that, that you should go with the facts. You should follow wherever the facts lead. And I agree with him. The problem with Tara Reid, and I don't want to spend the whole day on this, but the problem with Tara Reid's accusation against Joe Biden is 27 years ago when this happened, she never made a formal complaint about it. That's number one. Number two, uh, and this is something that I will go ahead and deal with now because I was going to deal with it later in the show, but um, but I'm going to deal with it now. Uh, April Ryan uh, made a very good point um, on Twitter uh, yesterday. And since we're dealing with this right now, I'll just go ahead and, and just kind of discuss her um, her tweet from yesterday. Um, April Ryan had a tweet yesterday that said the presumptive Democratic nominee uh, for president, uh, Joe Biden, was vetted for vice president by the Obama campaign in 2008. Uh, the White House vetting for the VP is historically thorough. And I want to make sure 
that we keep this in mind that I'm not saying that Tara reads that Tara read uh, that that she should not be taken seriously, that her claims should not be looked into, and that that should not be thoroughly looked into. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that when you run for vice president, when you run for vice president, it is historically thorough how far into the weeds they get. They search everything. Not only are you vetted by the FBI. Not only are you vetted by a private third-party investigative service, not only not only those, but you're also investigated by Homeland Security. You're investigated by the CIA because you're going to have access to the most highly classified information on this planet. And April Ryan brings up a good she brings up a good point. Joe Biden was thoroughly vetted in 2008. I, I would like to think that they would have that if there was anything out there that they would have found this in 2008 that they would have found they would have found this if there was if there was real if there was if there was a smoking gun my guess is that they would have found it now the fact that they did not find it does not necessarily mean that there isn't a smoking gun but it stands to reason that we probably should give the vice president the benefit of the doubt until this plays itself out. And that's not me talking out of both sides of my mouth because I was so hard on Brett Kavanaugh. That's not what this is. Brett Kavanaugh had, he had four, he had five, a total of five, Dr. Blasey Ford. She came forward. The Senate, controlled by Republicans, were willing to hear her story. But they were not willing to hear the testimony of the other five women, two of which could corroborate her story. That is the difference. The difference is Joe Biden is saying, look, look into it, investigate it, find out what's going on. But but his request is, if you're going to look into it, if you're going to investigate it, please be thorough. Be thorough. Look into it. Look into it in great detail. Be thorough. Uh, as you're looking into it, and and that is the best position for Joe Biden to take. If he has nothing to hide, then he has. There's nothing there. And listen, there isn't anybody uh, on this planet that could accuse Kendall Wyatt of sexual assault. There, no one, no no one could accuse me of sexual assault. They can look into, and if I'm accused of it, they can look into whatever they want to look into. Um, this morning, uh, Mika Brzezinski on uh, Morning Joe, she pushed the vice president pretty hard. She pushed him hard, asking him uh, some pretty tough questions about uh, about what has happened with um, about what happened with Tara Reid, and um, and to his credit, the vice president did not back off of her questions. He took he took every one of those questions, he answered them, and uh, and and what I what I want to make sure that we're all understanding that we're all clear on is the fact that you know the vice president um, very easily he very easily. Uh, could have been um, overly dismissive of of these claims. He could have uh, stood his ground and and claimed complete innocence and uh, and and all of that. But the vice president said, "Hey, she deserves to have all of these things looked into." And his only request was, "Make sure it's thorough." Because if you're going to look into me, that's fine. But just make sure that everything you look that you're looking into is thorough. Make sure that you look at everything. And Amika Brzezinski asked him a question because apparently the vice president has a vice presidential library 
uh, at the University of Delaware, where he comes from. And she said, well, why don't you order the University of Delaware to do a search to see if the name Tara Reed shows up in any of the documents um, at the at the University of Delaware, to which Vice President uh, Biden said, well, there are no records of Tara Reed there. And I know they're not there because none of the uh, personal employee records of, of individuals are in those documents. The only documents that the University of Delaware have are past speeches, uh, previous statements that, that he has made, um, interactions that he's had with world leaders. That is the only um, files that are that, that the University of Delaware have. And I understand that Mika Brzezinski, Brzezinski was trying to be thorough this morning in asking Joe Biden uh, all these questions. But the truth is, Tara Reid herself said that she made a complaint with the ethics office in the Senate. Joe Biden said what he would like for the Senate secretary to do is to search the records and see if there is a claim that Tara Reid filed against him in the Senate office. And if it is, make it public. What more could you ask of him? What more could you ask of, of Joe Biden? That he's he, that is exactly what, what you would want him to do. He is saying, listen, um, she is more than you. Go and search the record. I have nothing to hide. Um, the the secretary of the Senate Office um, of Ethics, if they want to look through the records and see if my name, see if her name shows up with a complaint anywhere, bring it to the light. Bring it to the light. Bring it to light. Um, and 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 here's the thing, you all. If there's something there, trust me, the media will find it. Now, the Washington Post was investigating this. The Washington Post was investigating this, you all, for weeks. They investigated this for weeks. And the Washington Post has not been able to find anybody that will corroborate her story. Now, Dr. Blasey Ford, when she made her accusation, she has several people that were willing to, to corroborate her story. But the Senate would not allow them to testify. Those are very different. So before we start comparing Joe Biden to Brett Kavanaugh, let's let the process play out because Joe Biden said, open the books. If there's something there, hold me accountable. If there's nothing there, exonerate me. Stay right there. We're coming back for more of That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JKL Radio. Let somebody know that I'm on the air. We'll be right back. Oh, 
yet to our free online digital interactive magazine the ego magazine no well head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now 
This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone, and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy! Are you or someone you know struggling with relationships, overcoming abuse, addiction, or suicidal thoughts, or even life challenges in general? Then the Life Support Book Series and Life Support Company is for you. You can purchase the Life Support Book Series on Amazon, Kindle, or www.ladyj.co. To find out more about how the Life Support Company can help you or your youth groups, contact Jacqui Morrow at 317-886-0296 or visit the website at www.ladyj.co. And remember, I'm possible, you're possible, we're all possible. Welcome back. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. You can get the JQLM Radio app by going to the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM. You can also get JQLM Radio by going to the TuneIn app or Streama Simple Radio app or iHeartRadio and searching for JQLM. Um, if you want to be a sponsor on this show, I'm looking for a sponsor of this show. If you have a company that offers services through the internet specifically, I think that'll be the best way to do that if to sponsor on my show because we are in 30 countries, um, mainly reaching people through the internet. Uh, and um, we're in 30 countries. We're adding a thousand new subscribers every month. And my show is reaching about 2,000 people a day. Uh, so if you do want to advertise with um, with That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt on this show specifically, um, you would be given the opportunity to kind of become a partner with me. Um, as, um, as I put money up for marketing, your money will go into that pot as well. And um, together, uh, we can build something together uh, to have a premier sponsor of the show uh, that you know at least 2,000 people as of right now. Uh, are hearing your products and services every day, not only locally in Indianapolis, but also around the world. So if you want information about that, contact me on Facebook uh, at That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt on Facebook, and um, I'll get you all the information you need. Those of you that are just joining us in the first segment, we talked about uh, Joe Biden's appearance this morning on uh, Morning Joe, in which he discussed the allegations of a former Senate staffer of his, Tara Reid, uh, in which he unequivocally denied that anything ever happened with her. Um, and he said that if there were any accusations made against him, that they would be found in the Senate office 
um, the Senate Ethics Office. Um, and so he asked the Secretary of the Senate Ethics Office to do a search and make anything public that needs to be made public. And some people will say uh, the people that will try and pretend as if this situation with Joe Biden is akin to what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. They are not the same. Tara Reid initially accused Joe Biden of inappropriately touching her on her shoulders, giving her massages. Last year, when he decided to run for president, that story changed to him pushing her up against a wall and penetrating her with his fingers underneath her skirt. Now, that was not the story she initially told 27 years ago. And 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 when he, as I showed earlier, um, April Ryan, uh, who is a, uh, those of us who follow media, April Ryan, black woman, she is a tremendous, tremendous journalist. She brought up a very good question on Twitter. She said, hey, um, Joe Biden ran for, he was vetted for vice president. When you're vetted for vice president, it is historically thorough. Historically, it is thorough. The CIA, the FBI, the Homeland Security, military intelligence, local and state uh, uh, police uh, from where you come from, local and state police there and CIA and FBI. It is a very thorough process. No one found anything from Tara Reid. So that's not to say that Tara Reid is lying. Joe Biden said, hey, it's not true. He said, I don't know. He said, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and question her motives. I'll just say it didn't happen. It didn't happen. He said it didn't happen. He said, I stand by that. And the, the place that, and Tara Reid herself said that she filed a complaint with the uh, with the Senate, uh, uh, the Senate committee that deals with, um, you know, uh, complaints that the office that takes in complaints from employees or people that work for senators, uh, the ethics committee. He said, if there's anything, it will be there and they can make that public. And as I said, as we wrap this up from our last segment, Mika Brzezinski this morning on Morning Joe asked him some very tough questions. One of the questions she asked him was, you said that when Brett Kavanaugh was accused that women should be believed until otherwise. And he did not back down. He said, yes, women should be believed until otherwise. He said, here's the problem. There's inconsistencies in her story. Uh, Dr. Blasey Ford did not have inconsistencies in her story. Not only did Dr. Blasey, when she, Dr. Blasey Ford, when she was making accusations against Brett Kavanaugh, not only were there not any inconsistencies in her story, but there were four other women that had similar accusations against Brett Kavanaugh and Brett Kav and the, the Senate ran by the Republicans, which is why you got to vote <laughs> elected not to hear any of that testimony. That is the difference. Joe Biden is saying, hey, look into whatever you want to look into. I'm telling you there's nothing there, but knock yourself out. Brett Kavanaugh and the Republican Party refused to allow those people to testify on his behalf. They refused to allow those people, to, those women to testify. And make no mistake about it, Brett Kavanaugh, in his journal from high school, talked about a rape room at his friend's house in which in high school they would take girls in there, get them drunk, and rape them. He talked about a rape room in his own diary. <laughs> These two things are not the same. Not only that, but Brett Kavanaugh is accused of raping a girl in high school, sticking his penis in the face of another girl, uh, forcing her to give him 
oral sex in front of some frat brothers in college. And then he was accused of being tore back, pissy drunk in D.C. And grabbing a woman around her throat in a D.C. bar. Grabbing her around her throat in a D.C. bar. Pushing her up against the wall and licking her on her cheek while he was drunk. Now that story was sealed by George Bush because he served, uh, he'd served under uh, President George Bush. That part of his record was sealed, and then the parts of his record uh, were sealed under his time with Antonin Scalia because he was a he worked in the office of of, of the former Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia who passed away a couple years ago in his sleep. All those things were covered up. Joe Biden is saying, if you it, listen, look into whatever you want to look into. I'm telling you there's nothing there, but knock yourself out. That is the difference between Joe Biden, Joe Biden's situation and Brett Kavanaugh's situation. They are not the same. It's not hypocr- it's not hypocrisy. Cause some of y'all going some of y'all the kid hypocrisy because you said with Brett Kavanaugh. Nigga, I'm telling you, that's the difference. That is the difference. So that's the end of that part of the conversation for today. <laughs> what I want to get to is so. <laughs> Yesterday, yesterday, there was about 500 protesters that bombarded the state house in Michigan to protest the fact that Governor Gretchen Whitmer decided to extend the stay at home order until the end of May. This is a story from uh, MSNBC. Or excuse me, from NBC News. Uh, and this is what it says. Hundreds of people protested outside the Michigan Capitol building in Lansing on Thursday with some pushing inside while the legislature was debating an extension of Governor Gretchen Whitmer's state of emergency in response to the coronavirus pandemic. Protesters held signs, waved American flags, and even carried firearms. And I told y'all yesterday, I, I don't, hey, Trump supporter. What does your AR-15 have to do with coronavirus? Is it possible that you have that AR-15 out because you don't want us to see how small your crotch is? Because that's the only reason I can think of why you would grab a long rifle. (laughs) Are you grabbing a long gun to cover up something else that isn't so long there, friend? Protesters held signs, waved American flags, and even carried firearms while some chanted, let us in, and this is the people's house. You cannot lock us out. Others tried to get onto the house floor, but were blocked by state police and sergeant and arms, according to NBC affiliate WDIV in Detroit. Um, a state police uh, spokesperson told NBC News that it is legal in Michigan to carry firearms as long as it's done with lawful intent and the weapon is visible. Michigan United for Liberty organized the protest, dubbed the American Patriot Rally, to call for the reopening of businesses. State lawmakers who are republic, uh, excuse me, who are Republican-led in both chambers on Thursday night uh, declined to extend the state's emergency declaration before it expired at midnight. Instead, they voted to bring a lawsuit to challenge Whitmer's authority and actions to fight the coronavirus pandemic. The Democratic, the Democratic governor quickly issued new orders uh, stating that an emergency still exists while also declaring a new 28-day uh, states of emergency and disaster. 
Here's a problem, you all. Watch this. Whitmer, has, uh, who has faced fierce backlash for her strict stay-at-home mandate, extended the order earlier this month until May 15th, but she has eased some restrictions on public activities as the state's coronavirus cases stabilize. Michigan, however, still has more than, watch this, 40,000 cases. <laughs> 40,000 cases of coronavirus and y'all trying to kick the door down of the state house? Really? Now, I just told y'all, I told I told you all that the timeline of the Trump supporter goes like this. <laughs> Here's the timeline of the Trump supporter. The timeline of the Trump supporter is this, that we go from coming down an escalator and calling Hispanics rapists and murderers. We go from that to making fun of a disabled uh, news reporter. We go from that to physically assaulting people uh, who are protesting at his, uh, what I call, white people meetings. Then we get the tape of you telling, uh, saying that, that you can grab women by their, quote, by their pussy because they like it when you're famous. We go from that to somehow you become the president of the United States, probably because Russia helped you do that, and they actually probably changed the literal vote tally, but we'll come back to that another time. We go from that to you committing crimes during the transition, you having to fire your national security advisor within the first month. We go from that to the Parkland shooter, who was a Trump supporter, the guy in Las Vegas who killed a bunch of people who was a Trump supporter, the woman getting ran over by a car in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, who was a Trump supporter. We go to the synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh. We go to pipe bombs being sent to Democratic leaders. We go through all of that. We go through Donald Trump um, having the whole Stormy Daniels thing come up. We leave out of that. We get the Ukraine scandal. We leave out of that. We come to coronavirus, and then we get to the end of coronavirus, and last week, Trump supporters are pouring bleach down their butthole. That is the timeline of Trump supporters. <laughs> that is the timeline of Trump supporters. That we go from, we, we went from, we went from shooting people in synagogues and calling, uh, you know, calling uh, Hispanics and, and people of, of, of Hispanic descent, calling them rapists and murderers. We went from all of that down to last week um, uh, sticking bleach up our butthole because Donald Trump said that disinfectant in the body is, is something that should be tried. So you ding-dongs went and tried that. And now... Here we are standing inside of the state house in Michigan with our AR-15s uh, compensating for what? I'm not sure, but we're compensating for something. We're compensating for something, and we're standing outside of the state house uh, threatening the governor, open our state back up. This is, your, this is military occupation and all this nonsense. When meanwhile, hey, Trump supporter, your state is the one of the hardest hit in the country. There's 40,000 people sick with coronavirus in your state. There's 40,000 sick people in your state right now. 40,000 active cases. And 4,300 of your citizens have died and you are fighting with the governor to open, to open restaurants back up so y'all can sit and have a beer? Get out of here. <laughs> and this is what you're up against. When you don't vote, 
You give people who don't look like you, who don't think like you, who do not share your same values, you give those people the opportunity to dictate to you what life will be. And because we didn't vote because we were talking about Hillary Clinton's emails and because of fact it's the lesser of two evils. Because we did that in 2016, we now have Trump supporters pouring bleach up their behind and carrying AR-15s into state houses when their fellow statesmen, fellow Michiganders, 4,300 of them have died. And the group that started this, uh, the, the group that started this group, the, the group that started the Facebook group that started this rally is a Russian bot. It is a fake Russian page, and I covered it yesterday on the show. It's a fake Russian page that that they that they're using to strum all these people up. And when you don't vote, you leave us defenseless against this type of stupidity. You have got to vote. You're listening to that's good doc with Kendall White on JQL and Radio. Don't go anywhere. Come right back. I got more for you.
is going down every Monday night from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Bangers Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your business banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bankers, stay ready. We all know a girl can never have too many shoes. So for all of the latest and hottest styles, check out Shoes Galore, owned by Monica Brown. Connect with them via Facebook at Shoes Galore. That's S-H-O-E-Z, Galore. The fashion your feet deserve. This is Kiki Wyatt, and you're tuned in to JQLM Radio. Okay. Some days it seems like it'd be easier to just let go. I know you're praying for a change, to see a sunny day. Nothing good has come your way for so long.
because when the rain falls, so listen, I'm speaking from experience, I was there, Just about over. But here's the good news. Listen. All of your dreams. Your dreams. All of your desires. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. coming to pass. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. You can get the JQLM Radio app by going to the Google Play Store, y'all, and searching for JQLM. You can also get JQLM Radio by going to the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, or any place that you can get internet radio. You can find us. Um, Here pretty soon we'll have a podcast of all the shows on Pandora uh, and everywhere else, SoundCloud, that you can get podcasts. You can find our material. As I said, be a part consider being a part of the jqlm radio family um we are black media for black folks by black folks although white folks are welcome we love white people here at jqlm radio you're always welcome here white people you're always welcome here um and so uh like as i said earlier we're adding a thousand subscribers a month uh i'm my show specifically is reaching two thousand people a day uh, and growing 
Uh, I've got a marketing campaign. I'm going to try to hit this whole country to let everybody know that I'm here. And um, your support of sharing on Facebook and liking and subscribing on YouTube uh, will will definitely help me in that. Because as I say all the time, Candace Owens is out there talking about, you know, pretending as if she represents the black community. And we all know she doesn't. And I would love to be a counterbalance to people like Candace Owens who pretend as if they speak on the behalf of our community when they do not. So help me get the word out um, about um, about the show. Help me get the word out about the show uh, so that people know that I'm here and what we're trying to accomplish. All right. In our last segment, um, there I have so many things I want to talk about today, you all. Um, but I think I can put all of the rest of these stories kind of into one basket and that is just how bad COVID-19 is so I know that the state of Indiana is uh, reopening some things um, this weekend and the city of Indianapolis our mayor to his credit extended us another two weeks and hopefully um, hopefully he'll extend us on through to the end of the month but I want to I want to run a couple of things by you guys and those of you that are listening on the radio. Uh, if you ever want to see the stories that I'm talking about and read them for yourselves and cross reference me, double check me to make sure I am being honest and uh, make sure that I'm reporting it correctly. Correctly, you can go on to Facebook or YouTube and look at the links from all of these stories. And this story is from NBC M- M- excuse me NBC News, and the title of uh, this story is. As Trump downplays coronavirus, as he as Trump downplays the toll that coronavirus is taking on this country, the government has ordered a hundred thousand new body bags. Yeah, you heard me. This is from yesterday. He says uh, the federal government placed orders for well over one hundred thousand new body bags to hold victims of COVID nineteen in April, according to internal administration documents obtained by NBC, as well as public records. The biggest set was embarked uh, in ear- earmarked, excuse me, for purchase the day after President Trump projected that the U.S. death toll of coronavirus might not exceed fifty or sixty thousand people. The reason why that's important is because. He got on TV and said, hey, we don't think it's going to exceed. Y'all do remember that, right? That last week, last Monday, he got on TV and said, I- I'm telling you, experts are saying, experts are saying that we're not that we're not going to pass. Uh, a lot of people thought we might pass 50,000. We don't look like we're going to pass 50,000. My nigga, we are 65. <laughs> My nigga, be quiet. I told y'all the other day that. I told y'all earlier this week that the Republicans are like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> but those of us who love this, we like, nigga, please keep talking. <laughs> please keep talking. Please keep talking. You keep digging deeper holes, Donald. And the Republican Party's like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> you're killing us. Not only, not only are you killing you, but you're killing us down ballot. The Republicans fear that they might lose the Senate, and they might. They might lose the Senate because of this ding dong. So while he's downplaying just how severe this COVID-19 is, he has his administration buying 100,000 new body bags. And here's another story from ABC News. I'm going to run through these really quickly. Here's another story from ABC News. And this is, watch this. Listen to the title of this story. This is by ABC News from Benjamin Sue. It says, Maryland 
is hiding test kits purchased from South Korea from the U.S. government. Here's the story. Maryland authorities were so concerned about the federal government seizing a shipment of COVID-19 tests destined for the state that they made special arrangements to receive and guard the test until they could be distributed, said the Maryland, uh, <clears throat> said Maryland Governor Larry Hogan on Thursday. Hogan cited the fate of three million N95 masks purchased by the state of Massachusetts, all of which were confiscated in March by the federal government at a port of New York as the main reason for taking extra precautions to secure his state's order of 500,000 COVID-19 testing kits from South Korea. This is the environment that Donald Trump has created. That instead of, he has absolved himself of any responsibility. He says it's the state's responsibility. Okay. So now the states are having to, this governor, Governor Hogan of Maryland, used his National Guard to protect a warehouse where they were hiding personal protective gear, PPE, protective uh, uh, personal gear that, that doctors and nurses use so they can treat COVID-19 patients. He had the National Guard protecting the warehouse so that the federal government wouldn't come and steal it from him. Yes, that's a real thing. A governor has to use his National Guard to make sure that the feds don't come in and take his N95 mask for his doctors and nurses in his state. Y'all, this is what Donald Trump is doing to this country. And as I said in the last in the last segment, when you don't vote, you give people who don't look like you, who don't think like you, who do not share your same values, you give them the right to dictate to you what your life will be. And this is what life looks like under Republican control. Really, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are the same. Really, they the same. No, they are not the same. Do you think that President Hillary Clinton would be sending the, the, the Homeland Security into states to take away their personal, personal protective gear that they had to go out and buy on their own because the federal government won't step up to the plate? This can only happen under a Republican. <laughs> they only they do this stuff. Here's another story from the Independent. Here's a story from the Independent. This says um, uh, Barack Obama's uh, Barack Obama's efforts to replenish America's stockpile of protective equipment for healthcare workers were repeatedly blocked by Republican lawmakers. An investigation has found. The investigation by ProPublica found requests for funding to purchase protective equipment and train medical staff to prepare for future outbreaks were denied by a Republican-controlled House of Representatives that was filled with Tea Party affiliate politicians. Y'all, he's talking about how Barack Obama didn't leave him nothing. Nigga, because your party <laughs> would not allow us to, to go out and get the stuff that we need. When I tried to get funding to go out and get per personal protective gear because of the last the last crisis that we were in with uh, with Ebola. When I tried to go to Congress and say, hey, man, we because what happened was President Obama, when the Ebola crisis happened after they got that under control. Now, you do know that only two people died from Ebola in this country, right? One was the person that came in from Africa, and the other one was the one of the doctors that treated the guy. Two people died from Ebola. 13,000 people died. No, that's a lie. 
21,000 people died from H1N1 swine flu. 21,000. 21,000 died over the course of 15 months. 21,000 died over the course of 15 months. We've had 65,000 deaths in this country since the first week of March. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Since the first week of March, we've had 65,000 Americans die. You're talking about over the course of two months, 65,000 people died. 21,000 people died over the course of 15 months under H1N1. And under H1N1, 147 million people were tested. You know how many people we've tested in America so far? Six million. Coronavirus is way more deadly than H1N1. And we tested 130 million people and we've only tested 6 million for coronavirus under Donald Trump. Y'all, don't forget none of that in November. When you get up the first week of November and you look at the weather report and it says it's going to be 15 degrees outside, get your butt up and go stand in line and deal with that 15 degrees to get this dude up out of here. Do you hear me? President Obama tried to give you he, the cupboards we, we were left bare. The cupboards by every administration before the blah, blah, blah. we were left bare. The cupboards were bare. Nigga, the cupboards were bare because the Republicans in the House of Representatives, the House of Representatives is responsible for appropriating funds. They hold the purse strings of the uh, of the government. Now you can pass all the laws you want, but it is the House of Representatives. That make sure that that they deal with the money aspect of legisl- of legislation, and the Republicans, because their goal was not to was not to make America better, was not to improve America, but their goal was to make sure that President Obama was a one term president. So, in an attempt to do that, they didn't work with him on anything, even up to and including pandemic readiness. And so, and I want to make sure that you guys remember that, that so you have a situation <clears throat> where Donald Trump is downplaying COVID-19. You have these Republican governors all over the country rushing to try to open our economy back up to make us feel like everything's okay so that he doesn't look so bad because his approval rating right now is the lowest it's been in his entire presidency. And they notice a problem. And then when they look at Then when they look at the polls and see that Joe Biden is beating him nationally by 10 to 12 points. They are trying to rush to get back to some semblance of normalcy to to create this environment that everything is okay, And it is not. Michigan has 40,000 active cases. Indiana, I believe yesterday, we got over 30,000 active cases right now. Our governor is talking about opening up the state of Indiana, and we just had 260 people die yesterday, and 294 died the day before that. And what California found is you just because you see that curve go down over a couple of days does not mean that it won't go back up because California is seeing their curve go back up with deaths. So what you want to do is, as as Dr. Fauci has been saying this entire time, you want to make sure that the curve is flattened over the course of two weeks. 
at the first sign of any flattening, they're trying to open us back up. And I told y'all, I told y'all the other day, if you are in Atlanta, if you're down there in Georgia, y'all better stay home. You you bet you can wait on them new Jordans. If you want your hair cut, I told you, I told you yesterday, go buy you some clippers from Walmart. Nigga, we all used to sit in the mirror in high school and try to cut our own hair because we didn't have no money. In college, we all cut our own hair in the mirror. Give yourself a line. What good is a fresh line, my nigga, if you in a casket? Don't let them play you like this. Don't let them send you out there first. <laughs> I heard somebody say, I heard someone say that, on Facebook that when Noah came off a of quarantine from the ark, that he sent out a dove to see if it was safe to come out. The white folks is trying to send, I should say the white folks, these Republicans are trying to send Negroes out as a dove to see if it's safe to come out. We don't need to be used as guinea pigs. Don't y'all remember them giving the Tuskegee Airmen syphilis? Trying stuff out on them. We don't need to have anything tried out on us. No, sir. I'm not running out here, jumping back into some restaurant to save some rich white folks their money. Now, if you have a small business and stuff like that, I understand your pain. But as I said the other day, the money to save your business is wrapped up. This money to save your business is wrapped up in that $10 trillion tax cut that Republicans gave to the richest people in this country that they were not asking for and they did not need. They were already the richest 1% in the country. But they made them richer. And I told y'all, Jeff Bezos, the wealthiest man on this planet, Jeff Bezos, the average American paid an effective tax rate, an effective tax rate of 15%. Jeff Bezos paid an effective tax rate of 8%, I mean, of 3%. An effective tax rate of 3%. He didn't need a tax cut. So if you're worried about your small business, tell your Republican politician to give you your money back. And as I said, if they were really concerned about, about death and life, they would not have blocked President Obama when he was trying to get more protective gear and more training for these doctors and nurses back when the Republican Congress was running things and they shut everything he tried to do down. Remember that in November because these are the games they play with your life. You've been listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on J.K. Ellen Radio. I'll see y'all Monday. Come back for more of That's Good Doc with Kendall White on J.K. Ellen Radio. Keep it locked.